Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we are jumping off into hour two here of LSU Championship Sunday. Welcome in. Along with Amos Morale III, Tim Zimmer, I'm Christian Garrick. Phone lines are open at 504 260-1870, Two six zero one eight seventy. text 870 Got to talk a little uh, playoff action in, in the NFL, man. How about the Titans? Derrick Henry, what a beast. That's huh. two back-to-back weeks over 180 yards rushing. Kind of ridiculous. Yeah, they upset the six-seed Titans, upset the number one-seed Baltimore Ravens in the divisional round of the postseason. They are off to the AFC Championship game, awaiting the winner of Kansas City and Houston today. I think it's going to be Kansas City that's going to come out victorious over Houston. But, man, the Titans are a story that – and bears watching, that's for sure. Whenever you can run the football like they can, it seems like they, they can run against anybody at any time, at any point. And remember now, the Saints beat the, the Titans and beat them pretty handily, but that was without Derrick Derek Henry in the lineup. That was kind of like, a, I guess, a blessing in disguise for the Titans because the Saints did beat them, and they almost got that first round, you know, first round vibe with that win. But the Titans, you know, they got they got the, the they won the following week because the Steelers obviously lost back-to-back games and made the playoffs. So I think – that one week of rest for Henry's paid off benefits, and he has more p- touchdown passes right now than uh, Ryan Tannehill. I think Tannehill's thrown for less than 100 yards in both games so far, and it's one old-school football. I don't know if it'll pay off next week because three road games in the playoffs is a hard thing to do. I think the Giants were the last team to do it, so it's tough. Tannehill attempted 14 passes yesterday. <laughs> 14. Like one. Four. How many rushing attempts for Derrick Henry? Was it, it, was, it, was over, it was over 30. Yeah, he had, I want to say 30, 35. Uh, yeah, it was uh, 30 carries, 195 yards, and he threw a touchdown pass. Uh, do you guys remember the years when the knock was, man, these Alabama running backs aren't doing great in the pros? Uh, back when yeah. Mark first got to the Saints and Derek, even when he first got to the Titans, it, the, the, the knock was that these guys weren't these guys weren't getting it done. And now look. One thing I took away from that game was there was five Heisman winners in that game yesterday. You had Robert Griffin, you had Lamar Jackson, you had the two Alabama running backs, and you had Marcus Mariota. That's a lot of talent, that, that college football talent that was in that game that was being played yesterday, even though only a few of them got on the field. It certainly certainly is. All right, we'll step away a little early. We're going to have Billy Sims in here, Heisman Trophy winner at Oklahoma, shortly here on LSU Championship Sunday on WWL. Pleased to be joined by Billy Sims, Heisman Trophy winner, three-time Pro Bowler in the National Football League, and former Oklahoma Sooner. I apologize in advance for LSU uh, That's beating, okay. beating Oklahoma hey, the way hey. they did. I don't mind getting beat, but embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so you had a baseball background growing oh, up, right? Big Cardinals fan, because originally I'm from St. Louis, Missouri by birth. Uh, born there, and uh, back when I was growing up, most inner-city black kids, we played baseball. Because my heroes, Bob Gibson, Lou Brock. That's why I wore number 20, because Lou Brock. Okay. Lance Apeta, Kirk Flood. And I was a left-handed pitcher. And I relocated to Texas, East Texas. And, uh, of course, everybody played football in Texas. Sure, <laughs> sure. No, nobody wanted to play baseball. St. Louis is a huge baseball town. Huge. Always been. So I'm 64 years old. I'm still a fanatic baseball fan. And, uh, of course, in the state of Texas, everybody played football. So uh, I didn't start playing football until the 10th grade. I thought that was the most craziest game to play. How would somebody want to get hit and beat up? 
I said, no, I ain't coming out, which I finally did because of my cousins. You know, they say I was too soft and this and that. So my first position, I was starting linebacker because I could run. I ran 4-4. Yeah. Catch people, hit the person who had the ball. And uh, I was third string running back, which was okay to me because we was terrible, terrible. Did y'all run the wishbone at, at Oklahoma? Yeah. Okay, sure did. I'm going to get to that. Okay, all right. And uh, so – the second game of the season in high school, the two guys in front of me, one was my cousin. He's still mad that they come out. I took his job <laughs> all this old crazy stuff. I said, I wish you hadn't got hurt. I wouldn't have had to play running, <laughs> <laughs> running back. And uh, they get hurt, and the rest was history. So out of pure fear, really, I became a running back. So I was so afraid of getting hit. It was a whole lot of running and no blocking. Because <laughs> I would see my cousin on the weekend getting towed up. You know, oh, who want that position? <laughs> hey, did you like his hat? Look at the Heisman, who the Heisman that trophy. Position? Oh, yeah. The tro- I, yeah, I, I yeah. love the hat. That's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. Great yeah. fraternity to be in. Oh, yeah. Speaking sure. of Joe Burrow, oh, now yeah. in that fraternity. Got another great guy as, in. As a Heisman Trophy winner. What, yeah. Just what, what are your thoughts on Joe Burrow in general? Unreal. Let me tell you, this guy is a player. I just hate he going first round, first pick, or you got to go to the worst team. <laughs> yeah, that's I've been there before, trust me. It sounds good till they tell you where you got to go. <laughs> but he'll be okay. It takes time. I mean, that's the way the system is set up. And uh, But uh, he, he, he's pro ready now. No question about it. When was the uh, first time you saw him? Was uh, this season? Was it the, uh, that playoff no, I, game? No, no. I saw him against Texas. Then I said, LSU finally got a quarterback. Yeah, early part of the year. I knew, I knew, yeah, I knew he was, was a real deal. That was kind of the moment where yeah, everybody yeah. kind of said, uh, LSU means business now. Oh, yeah. They're in sure. business. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, all, that's all I was missing was, was the quarterback the last several years, you know. Oh, yeah. The fan base was really nervous leading up to that Texas game, and then he goes out and, you know, not only wins that game but puts yeah. on a performance. And that was he's been putting on one since he's been playing. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> Ain't I'm, nothing new. But, I mean, that was, that was I think, really when I think a lot of the, the, the LSU fan Fans, base yeah, started yeah. to believe, all right, well, this team might actually do something. Well, yeah. you remember after that game, that's when his Heisman Trophy uh, odds went up, went oh, down. Yeah. You know, they went down big time after that game because he had one of those. I mean, everybody, every Heisman Trophy winner has their moment, oh, they have their arrival yeah. moment, if yeah. you will. Yeah, yeah. And he had it in that game. But he's had a couple he's of been, moments. He's been having it ever since, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> That's true. He said, "My we need to give him another one." <laughs> you know, watching that Oklahoma game, I was sitting there like, "Is he trying to win it again?" Like, I mean, we, hey. they gave it to him. Maybe he just wants um, to make sure it gets mailed I'm, to him. Hey. We was afraid of that. I, I don't mind getting beat, but being embarrassed, you know, that was. What'd you think of his speech, though? That was pretty, pretty oh, resounding. Speech, huh? unreal. Best one I've ever heard since. Because I go back every year since '86 when I retired from uh, professional ball, and one of the best speeches. There, I, I can remember. No question it, about as it. As a Heisman Trophy winner, obviously you have a vote, and you don't have yeah, to. We, yeah, we get three votes every year. Yeah. So yeah. First, did, second, and third. Did he? Did he get your first place vote? He got my second place vote. <laughs> <bro. laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wonder who got the first. <laughs> you know, you know who got the first. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, my third place was was, was actually uh, uh, the defensive guy, uh, Chase, Chase Young. Young. Yeah. From yeah, Ohio State. Yeah. Because you know, I'm surprised outside of. Uh, um, let me think who won it. Because he played receiver and, and – Oh, and uh, Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. You know, it's it's amazing. Because they don't say you have to be a, you know, deep offensive guy, deep mm-hmm. court, whatever. They said the best player. And I'm shocked there hadn't been more defensive guys 
on the other side of the ball every, win it. It seems like every few years you get a guy that gets in the conversation. A defense, yeah. uh, LSU had uh, Sue, Honey Badger. Sue, Sue was Sue, in there. Honey Badger, uh, yeah. Manti yeah. Teo, that yeah. ridiculous but, season but, he had at Notre Dame. Yeah, really. You know. But everything is quarterback gri driven now. It Offense. Is. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, but you got to have some defense to stop them, you know. Billy, you played in the in the wishbone era. Now it's oh, a spread yeah. offense. What do you think? Yeah. You, th you think it's very similar? A uh, little bit. Okay. It's, it's something because he in the wishbone, our quarterback was just like a running back, really. <laughs> yeah. And you see that now in the spread. You know, the quarterbacks are moving around running. And and really, it's it's a simple offense to defense if you got the players. If you ain't got the players, it's gonna wear you out. And we were so far advanced in it. We was built on speed back then. You wasn't four four better in the backfield. You wasn't getting back there. And that's why we were so successful. And we had a great defense. We had because games we fumbled fifteen times <laughs> <laughs> and still win <laughs> because of the defense. How do you yeah. think you'd have fared in the uh, in the spread offense as a running back? Oh, good. You know, running back do what they do. You know, they gonna run. Uh, matter of fact, when I went to Detroit, the, the knock on me wasn't a knock because you know coaches and always try to find something. Uh huh. You know. Well, they they're always looking to replace you. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the nature of the business. Mm -hmm. And uh, they didn't know if I could catch the ball because we never threw. You know, it's it's third and forty. We running and <laughs> 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 making it. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, well, I could catch the ball. I caught one in high school, one in college. <laughs> <laughs> so you were, you were a 1,000. You were batting a 1,000. Yeah. In my rookie year, I was second lead receiver on the team because they gave me another weapon I never had. I came out the backfield on routes, mm -hmm. getting a matchup on linebackers and DBs. Man, I loved it. And the way they're doing it now, oh, man. What do you think, of, what do you think of Clyde Edwards-Alaire, the running back for LSU? Oh, He's the real deal. Cause I, I saw him before he got hurt a little bit, but that happened some sure. running back. But, no, he's dangerous. You think he's The whole team, he's ready for the next level too. What do you think about this matchup, LSU and Clemson, in terms of I who has the, the edge? I, I, I think I, I, I think fifty fifty man, because their defensive coordinator used to be at Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why the fans wanted him – Leave. <laughs> Look at him now. <laughs> he probably thinking, thinking that he left. But anyway, uh, I think LSU may have the edge. I, I think whoever make less mistakes gonna end up winning. Yeah, turnovers are gonna be a big yeah. factor in this one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it's gonna be a dog fight. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, particularly with yeah. the way both of these defenses have been playing. Oh, yeah. You got yeah. two, you know, number one overall draft picks at quarterback and. Both of them have first-round draft, draft picks at wide receiver. Yeah. First-round draft picks at well, at running back. I mean, Edwards Alaire is a guy. Who, yeah. Just playing on who get tired. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. It <laughs> should be a lot of points. Then again, it could be a sort of a low-scoring game because of the defense. I've seen it go that way with great teams. Yeah. Like how this. many times have we talked about how you know? Going into games, you got two great offenses. You go, oh, you expect a lot of points, and it turns out to be a 13-10 game. game. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. It, it can happen, sir. It, it can happen for sure. But Hanging out with the great Billy Sims, Heisman Trophy winner and running back oh. at Oklahoma. Also played for the Detroit Lions for four years, I believe. Four 80? and a half. Four going, and a half. Okay, I don't want to short you out yeah, of that half Yeah, going into my fifth year, that's when I got hurt. Uh, eighth game of the season at Minnesota on turf. Got caught on the turf, my mm -hmm. knee and stuff, and I rehab. Trying to come back too fast. 
and I end up retiring in 80, 86. So yeah. you had an ACL? Yeah, as, uh, ligaments and nerve damage. The problem was I was trying to come back too fast instead of letting it. Yeah, the advancements they made. Totally different now. Now, like, yeah. You remember Adrian Peterson when he tore here? Right. He's next, back the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed like it. <laughs> still playing. Still, still playing. Yeah, still, still playing. Up. And that year, the year yeah. he had after the ACL, I think he won the NFL MVP the following year. I think it was – I believe so. A I mean, he AP, had – yeah. yeah, he had – No like, Adrian. He had yeah. some ridiculous amount of, amount of numbers that year following that ACL injury. Billy, Without just a doubt. the national championship game in, in general, do you want – a lot of talk's been about expanding the playoff format. Do you want to see it expand from four to six, four to eight? I think it will eventually, you know, get to six or eight. Because uh, there's some other teams that possibly should deserve to get in there. So, yeah, I'd like to see it go a little bigger. Of course, you know, it's bottom line is all about the money. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day. Oh, yeah. It's always about the, uh, what they can sell, what they can sponsor, how, <laughs> That's many, right. how many television well, rights well, they can get. Well, look at how many bowl games we got now. Too many. No, exactly. <laughs> well, I was the tweeter bowl, the bird bowl. You just make up some. <laughs> I, 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 you know, kind of wouldn't mind going down to that Bahamas bowl, though. Oh well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm do that. Some of these, you know, yeah, some of these, you know, no, no bowl, no you heard it, you heard not, it here. Not worth Amos snoring. <laughs> Amos wants LSU to be in the Bahamas bowl, Bahamas bowl next year. So. Might have to do some conference realignment yeah, that's, for, uh, that's, that's like for that to one the, to happen. Used to going to the Pro Bowl and, and, and you'd be in Hawaii. I don't even know why they ever had it because guys ain't trying to get hurt. <laughs> they there for enjoyment. Yeah, yeah. Take the free vacation. Yeah, you know? yeah. Billy, what's your favorite thing about college football today? Well, the fan base, the atmosphere. Even uh, it's been 40-some years since I played. The fans never forget you. Uh, even I tailgate most of the time around the stadium. I never go inside. I hang out with them. <laughs> free food and drinks. <laughs> That thing I'm coming to see them. Your, your, mom, your mom raised you right. Whatever, you, whatever right. you can get free food and free yeah, drinks. Yeah, they'd be shocked. They see me. Hey, come on down. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you got about ten thousand people that can't get in. So you were no saying six. you got you got six six kids and six, seven grandkids. seven grandkids. Got a new uh, new granddaughter uh, two months ago. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just I'm just loving it. You man. strike me as a guy that spoils them rotten. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I tell you what, I did one time. At my house, I had the lower ceiling fan. Big, out in the garage, mm -hmm. and I lowered it where they could get on it and swing, you know, go Oh, around. wow. But I put padding and, you know, all that up <laughs> underneath just in case they yeah, fall or whatever. Of course. And every time they come on, they want to go swing. I said, okay, let's go. Well, I forgot to tell the parents that they like to go <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh no. So they go home? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Did, did your kids call you and be like, oh, what are you doing, Dad? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did you got learn this behavior? Yeah, exactly. They got on me about that. I said, well, they do it at my house. We ain't doing it over here. That's the thing about grandparents. Oh, you guys yeah. can get away with – you, you can Anything. do that stuff. And yeah. Go, All yeah. right, now go back to, mom, go back to your mom yeah. and dad's house. Go back, Let go them back. deal with it. Yeah, yeah, get them jacked up and send them home. So yeah. you got seven, so boy, girl, how many? Half and half, actually. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So bringing them up as uh, Sooners fans? You know it. <laughs> <laughs> you know I am. It's got to be exciting for you uh, these last few years. Uh, you know, f for LSU, it's a new thing to have a, a, an elite quarterback. But for you guys, it seems like 
Yeah. These last well, few years. At least y'all had defense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know what defense Sonny, looked like. You guys like. went from Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yeah, to, Kyle uh, Murray. Kyle yeah. Murray. Jaylen now Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Got a really good one coming up. Uh, Spencer, Spencer yeah. Rattler, really yeah. highly touted coming out of high school. You just have all the luck with the That's QBs. That's fine. But in the state of Oklahoma, we're concerned about the defense. <laughs> <laughs> have been for a few years. That's been our problem. They got to, they got to get on top of that. What's, um, what's, what's your impressions of Lincoln Riley? Oh, great coach, offensive mind coach. Yeah. I'm just glad Jerry didn't start talking to him again. <laughs> Jerry Jones, yeah. Yeah, and usually what happens when you hear those rumors, the price go up at, at the college. Oh, of course. <laughs> he uses that as leverage. Hey, well, they Oklahoma. Do. They do. The Cowboys are calling they me. They do. What's up so this price? It, it happens, but uh, I'm glad they hired him when Coach Stu stepped down because if not, he'd have been somewhere else. Sure. Quick, for sure. Yeah, absolutely, and, uh, you know, Definitely looks like it's working out there. Uh, you know, all the QBs want to go play for y'all. Oh, yeah, they're the going to throw the ball. You're, you're yeah, landing like top ball. guys on the oh, offensive yeah. side. Yeah. Uh, defense. Quartz <laughs> <laughs> so of Big 12 is known for not playing defense. So, you know, maybe that's something that has something to do with it. Who knows? You missed those old, uh, those those Red River rivalry games, though, and uh, being in that uh, that atmosphere. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm always now, uh, either I'm there or doing something around it. Because uh, I do some, I'm in the barbecue restaurant business. I do a lot of business with the Native Americans there in Oklahoma. So they have all the casinos. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm usually involved in that during the special OU weekend. Yeah. How often have you come to New Orleans? Well, I hadn't been here in probably about 10 years. Yeah? Yeah. It's vastly yeah. different than, yeah. than after Katrina. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I had a lot of friends down here that was involved in that. And a lot of them still live in the Dallas and Houston area. Yeah. Yeah. What's your what's your impressions of the city? Having oh, great city so far. I mean, it's it's always when you say New Orleans, we looking for the food. <laughs> <laughs> That's for it, sure. It's a quintessential place to host an event like this. Though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, w w it's kind of it's kind of like New Orleans is almost born to to, to host big games, James, college football oh yeah, playoffs, oh yeah. championship yeah. games, the semifinals, right. Super Bowls. Right. It's just oh a, yeah. It's a tailor made city. Tailor made. That's right. When you consider you know the hospitality that. Everything's within walking distance. I mean, you can be staying downtown, and you can walk right to the game. I could have walked over here. I don't know why they got up sent me a car <laughs> <laughs> to get here. Hey, man, you, I, got, I, I could have walked over here. Right, you, get, you get that celebrity treatment. Don't argue with it. You know, I, you know I, learned, I learned a long time ago when you put titles in front of people's names, responsibilities come with it. So just call me Old Bill. Don't put nothing in front of my name. All right, as he said, Old Bill, Bill yeah. Simmons, Billy Simmons here on a – LSU Championship Sunday. It's our pleasure. Thanks for no, stopping likewise. by. No, likewise. Thanks for having me. Had a good time. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Amos Morale, the third. Tim Zimmer, along with Billy Sims, just wrapped up the Heisman Trophy winner. This is LSU Championship Sunday here on WWL. Back here on LSU Championship Sunday, Tim Zimmer, Amos Morale, the third. I'm Christian Garrick. To the phones we go. Line one, we find Diane. Go ahead, Diane. You're on WWL. Yeah, uh, like I said, uh, I was. Uh, this just run me the wrong way with this headline about uh, Clemson dominates in bold black letters, but LSU has the edge on the field, but in academic rankings, then they have Clemson dominates. It's like, is this the right time to bring this up? Well, I mean, it's just it's just another aspect and angle to a, to a game. I mean, I, know, it just I don't really care about when way. it's brought up. The facts are the facts, and Clemson does have the, the edge when it, when it comes to the classroom. So what? I mean, it, Yeah, so know. what? I mean, why did they have to make an issue of it and bring it up and put it on the front page of again, the advocate? It's, again, it's an it's a 
It's an angle to You know, it's like because, I mean, everything's LSU, of course, in the paper. What do you expect? You know, so, I mean, it just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, well, sorry that it did, but, I mean, it's, again, it's another angle to the game, Diane, and ultimately, you know, you can focus on what you want to focus on, and that is the matchup in general, but, you know, sometimes in the media we, we like to focus on a couple of other things tied into the matchup. I know, but it doesn't have to be on the front page, okay? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm going to get in touch editor, with this stuff. I'm not the editor for the advocate, so, uh, you know, I can't help you. Believe me, I will get in touch with this staff writer, Will Sentel. I don't know if you know him. Nah, I don't. S-E-N-T-E-L-L. I know of him. I don't know him. Yeah, is he a local base here in New Orleans? I don't know. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to call the advocates because I'd like to give him a piece of my mind. <laughs> all right, Diane, you do that. Have a good day, all right? We got some heat coming at us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> for simply stating that Clemson is has the edge in the classroom, I mean, ultimately I think that who cares at this point in terms of, you know, the matchup. And, okay, fine, there's a lot of other schools that are better than LSU academically. That doesn't mean LSU is not a good school academically, they're, but they're, they're not, let's not kid ourselves. You know, LSU doesn't boast themselves as this academic power, as this, you know, auto, this awesome, you know, um, institution of learning. They're very good. I mean, they're I, a very good college, but they're not a top-tier, tier one uh, educationally programmed uh, sco- uh, school. I mean, I got an LSU, so there you go. <laughs> well, I mean. Hey, hey, Tim, don't don't knock our degrees. Uh, I mean, you you're an LSU degrees. grad as well? I sure am. Sure am. I was a Rommel grad, though, so you take it. <laughs> well, Tim, don't. I mean, you've got some family in the legislature, too, right? Like, the, wasn't there some, um, <laughs> yeah, wasn't some, there some bargaining some sh- there? Some strings may have gotten I'm pulled. Kidding. I'm kidding, Tim. <laughs> I do not know anybody in the legislature. <laughs> Let's get I, back. I was pretty high in my class, though, I will say, all things considered. You were pretty high in your class? You were ranked pretty high in your class? Yeah, overall, at Rommel. Academically? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. We did. I mean, at Rommel, though. At Rommel, though. So, not, not Jesuit. I see what you did there. I think it went over his head, but I think I see what you did there. Yeah. I knew yeah. my I know how to count the seven fourteen. You caught it? Yeah, I caught it. I knew it how to count the seven, fourteen, <laughs> twenty one, twenty eight. Like we were good. I got you. All right, let's get back to the matchup. Uh, LSU and Clemson. We've talked about the experience. What we want to talk about now is how significant the dome field advantage is gonna be for LSU. It's gonna be probably a seventy percent pro LSU crowd. Uh, I don't know who President Trump is pulling for, but uh nonetheless, seventy percent himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> Donald likes him some Donald. Um, Whoever's going to make the good, the best picture for him to, to put on Twitter later. Yeah. That's who he's pulling for. So <laughs> LSU uh, is going to have the home field advantage. How how big of an impact do you think that will have? Oh, I, I got to think that's going to be a huge one for him. I mean, uh, you know, when you go to a neutral site game, I did finger quotes for everybody listening. Uh, you go to a neutral site game, you're going to – you, you, your fans are going to be loud. I mean, you, I was at the Peach Bowl uh, in the semifinal, and, you know, when they dropped those seven touchdowns and those 49 points on Oklahoma in that first half, you could tell the Sooner fans were out of it. It was pretty much an LSU home game at that point. Even though the stands were pretty, you know, half and half, uh, you know, the Sooner fans were they were kind of out of it. They were like, what is happening to us? So I think, you know, having the game so close, I mean, you see it with the ticket prices, what they were going for – you know, thousands in the upper 1500s in the 600 level. Yeah. So, I mean, you know that, like, that's the LSU fans driving that price up because they're the ones that are really trying to snag these tickets. You know, because, again, how often do you get to see your Heisman Trophy winning quarterback play uh, in a national championship game? I mean, this 
you know, LSU's played in some champion. What, 2012 was the last championship game they played in. But even then, there was nobody on that team even close to threatening for Heisman. That was just a really good team. This is one of those, like, you know, lightning in a bottle seasons. So uh, I definitely think that that home field advantage is going to be a, a key thing. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Dabo joked about it yesterday. It'd be like us playing in Greenville. Yeah, I mean, you look at it back at the ch uh, championships LSU's playing in all. This is their fourth one, the fourth one in New Orleans. If you go back to 2001 when they played Illinois in the Sugar Bowl, LSU's 6-1 and one in that Mercedes-Benz Superdome since then. The only loss was the championship game to Alabama. So I think LSU definitely has an advantage as far as playing so close to home, and I think the crowd noise is going to help. Now, the one thing Dabo did mention was when they went into the Fiesta Bowl um, you know, two weeks ago, they played against Ohio State. And Ohio State, they said it had about 80% to 20% Ohio State fans. They travel well. So Dabo said he's he's used to the crowd noise. He doesn't think it's going to be a factor. But I think I kind of think LSU and the crowd noise is going to be a factor, especially early on, if, if LSU gets ahead early. Now, if Clemson, if they want to cancel that, you know, they get the early lead, I think the crowd noise starts to go away, kind of like what you see in NFL games. Tim, you wrote about this, the matchup in terms of LSU's offense versus Clemson's defense, Clemson's offense versus LSU defense. I want to focus on LSU for a minute on the offense. What, what kind of goes unnoticed or untalked about quite often is, yeah, they put a lot of pressure on your defense, right, because they they score. They have 67, I want to say, 67 drives this year that have, are under three minutes, scoring drives that are under three minutes. They've, they've punted the ball just 40 times out of 999 offensive plays. And what doesn't get talked about enough is the pressure they put on your, oppo your the opposing offense as well because you have to keep up, and that, you have to match them. And if you don't, all of a sudden you find yourself down 14 points before you can even blink. Yeah, I think this is where the key to the game is. I think it's the Clemson defense versus Joe Burrow in the offense because Brett Venables, his team this year is blitzing more than any Clemson team he's had under them. He's blitzed a ton. That's the way they make up because Clemson lost those three defensive linemen in the NFL draft last year. You had Wilkins, you had Farrell, and you had that other – I don't know the other guy's name, but you had three first-round first picks all in the top 20. They don't have that this year. So that pass rush that Clemson's going to have to get – towards Burrow, it's going to be similar to what you saw against Auburn because Auburn was the one team that kind of – and Mississippi State had the defensive linemen as well to kind of neutralize that, that offensive line. Clemson doesn't have it, though. They, they don't can, have They can play year. that 3-3-5 all they want. They have a key – they have a really good offense. They have a really good defensive lineman who's a freshman, but that's about it. So I'm, I'm interested to see how Clemson sends their blitzes and gets pressure to Burrow because Burrow, his quarterback um, – I want to say his quarterback – um, rating is like 212 when he's under when he's blitzed this year. Best he's in the country. Best in the country. Yeah, and he's 78 percent completion percentage against against the blitz. I mean, how many times have we seen it where they'll run that that zone that read option right and they'll have a blitzing linebacker and they're throwing it right where the vacating linebacker is. Yeah, and blitzing and, is not a good idea against this LSU offense. Well, and that's one of the things that makes Clyde so valuable to this team is you know he's a guy that you can rely on to be in the right spot and make you know some difficult catches. If if. If Brett Venables is going to sit back there and play a 3-3-5, LSU's going to run on that all day long. Well, you saw that in the Auburn game. LSU struggled because they saw that they saw a new defense for the first time. <laughs> and what LSU did eventually in the second half was run the run Clyde, run the ball, and you know just that's how they were moving the ball. Because what they did is they sent three pass rushers and they just left everybody out in the secondary. And when if you if the Oklahoma actually tried to mimic that early in the game against LSU, and you saw the seven touchdowns in the first half. If you send three pass rushers, Joe Burrow's going to have all day. So, or if not, you're just going to run the ball up the middle. So it's interesting to see how what they do with their blitz packages this game because if Joe Burrow is sitting back there and, and he has five guys to throw to, I mean, pick your poison. He has that. He has Clyde out of the backfield. He has three LSU receivers. There is 
there's so many options Joe Burrow has. The problem is that you can't play man against them effectively because of their weapons. Jamar Chase and, and Jefferson, it's just they're tough man matchups. They're going to find the, the matchup that best suits them if you're going to play man. They're going to formation you to death to where they get the advantage. And then if you play zone and you rush three, you, you're giving way too much time to Joe Burrow. Yeah, and I think the biggest key as far as a player that I think Thad Moss is going to have, one of him and Terrace Marshall, I think those two guys, they're going to have to be big factors in this game because I think they're going to try to lock down Jefferson and, and uh, Chase. And I think Clyde out of the backfield is going to have his. But I think one of those two other options, I think one of those guys is going to have to have a big game. Terrace Marshall, too. Terrace Marshall, yeah. I mean, he saw he had a, he had the touchdown and one of the touchdowns in the, in the Peach Bowl, I think, before he got injured. So he had a big game earlier this year, too, when, when you know Jefferson and, and Chase were not out. So it's kind of hard. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see who Clemson attacks and which way it goes. I got to tell you, man, uh, what uh, Oklahoma tried to take Chase out of that game and Justin had four touchdowns yeah. and a half. Like, yeah. <laughs> let's just, uh, you know, it's one of those things you got to pick your poison. It's, it's uh, and, and I think that's one of the things that gives LSU an advantage here. You know, a lot of the teams that they're playing can go maybe two, three deep at wide receiver with, you know, pro guys, NFL guys. I mean, even Clemson right now, you know, Justin Ross and T. Higgins, those are NFL guys. Uh-huh. But, uh, you know, you get past that, you, you know, you're not you're you're just not working with the same depth. And that's one of those reasons I, I keep saying that, like, everything just sort of seems to be lining up for this team. Uh, you know, this, they've got depth at, at, you know, receiver running back. Uh, their offensive line is playing, you know, some of the best we've seen from an LSU offensive line in years. Uh, you know, the defense is coming around. You know, Caleb Von Chase on is finally. You know, kind of it seems like he's really coming to his own in these last few games, despite, you know, the fact that he was having a pretty good season before. It's just one of those those things where you know, it just seems like everything is lining up for this to be the year LSU wins well, the championship. You'll, you'll know who they're going to try to take out early because Isaiah Simmons, the Buckus Award winner, he was a former safety. So he can cover not only blitz, but he can cover in, in, in coverage. So if he's co- covering Jordan, I'm sorry, J- Justin over the middle, I'm used to those other Jeffersons. Uh, if <laughs> If you if he's gonna cover J- Justin over the middle, then that that leaves Chase and at least Terrace wide open. Otherwise, otherwise. Big time, Timmy Zim, Tim Zimmer, Amos Morales the third, Christian Garrick. It's LSU Championship Sunday live from Audio Avenue at the Sheridan on Canal here on WWL. A list online at WWL.com of the Secret Service list of things you cannot bring to the game tomorrow, the national championship game between LSU and Clemson. And don't forget, no drones. All right, can't bring can't bring your drones to the game as if. I woke up. I wake up on game day mornings and go, yeah, you know what? I want to bring my drone to this game. Is that like a thing? I, I understand drones are getting more accessible, but even in outdoor stadiums, is that a thing that like the photographers are really bringing? They want that aerial shot. But I do think drones are ver- becoming very popular among like young boys. I think you've seen a lot of drone like toys that kids are getting now, and I think that's becoming more popular. Uh, you think we'll see a day where we're watching an NFL game and there's just a layer of drones? What instead about of the sky cam? <laughs> instead of the drone sky vi- cam, there's just drone cam. Drone cam. <laughs> and it's an outdoor stadium, too. I know that at those recruiting camps uh, that, you know, the kids are going to, uh, the Nike camps, you see a lot of drones flying around those, but, you know, that's Nike. <laughs> You're I mean, putting that you see the money behind it. NFL stadium, I mean, NFL practices where they have the sky cam mm-hmm. with the practices with the guys filming on those big cranes. I mean, you could see drones now just filming filming practice that probably already do it already yeah that's no good. bicycles either okay no balloons i know you Marcus, like balloons amos oh, teddy's darn. not going to be coming to the game then no teddy's <sighs> probably not going to ride his bike to the game the, the balloons thing is really killing me man no selfie sticks tim's disappointed about that 
It, so. It's cool. I, I know some people. They've got long arms. We'll get you, Tim. <laughs> we'll get you all the, the photos you I got to get everybody in the group pick. The full <laughs> list is online for you at WWL.com. Sam on line one. Go ahead, Sam. You're on WWL. Hey, Christian. Good to hear uh, Tim Cohn hosting with you. Hopefully we'll get some more of that uh, in the uh, in-between seasons. I can't oh, call it off-season anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amos also, I, I, I follow him as a writer. He's a great writer, but, he, but he's excellent on radio too. And, <laughs> and not all your writing people can transition into that. So I appreciate you all on. Enjoyed Ian Fitzsimmons immensely yesterday. Uh, he's great with Freddie Coleman. Well, I could get the signal, hint, hint. Uh, but also Billy Sims. I met him through work when they did that Heisman commercial, all right? And your interview, that's who he is. And it's amazing how down-to-earth these legends are. It, it really is. The, the ones that cut up are the nobodies that haven't done anything. I have a couple of questions about LSU's health. So offensive line and Claude Edwards-Hilaire, uh, I understand he's been full practice. But how is his health, and how is the health of the offensive line? Well, uh, you know, the offensive line is actually, with the exception of Damian Lewis, this is probably the healthiest they've been all season. And, you know, Ed Orgeron says he's expecting Damian Lewis to play. So probably even, uh, you know, you're going to see that offensive line at full strength. And, uh, you know, the guys have all been getting a lot of snaps. So they've built a lot of depth in that unit. And then as far as Clyde Edwards-Alaire, uh, you know, yeah, he's been fine. He's been practicing, uh, you know with no limitations pretty much since the bowl game. Uh, you know, they've had him out there. Obviously, a lot of the team got rest uh, following the bowl game. But, you know, the week leading up, uh, no limitations for Clyde. He's, you know, going to be ready to go. Sam, thanks for the phone call and thanks for the kind words. Yeah, I mean, Clyde Edwards-Alaire played, what, four snaps, I think, against Oklahoma in oh, the yeah, semifinal that's all you game. needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Chris it was Curry. the Joe Burrow show. Well, and then Chris Curry just decided, like, hey. Uh, <laughs> I can run the ball, too. Yeah, after that red shirt year, I'm ready. Like, he, he was go. waving, hey, I'm over here. I'm, I, I can play. And well, we saw that. It's funny. That's literally what Ed Orgeron said. Like, he was the fourth string back. Then about two weeks before the bowl game, uh, you know, once Clyde uh, started getting banged up, you know, all of a sudden Chris was like, all right, next man up. That's going to be me. They said in those practices leading up to the bowl game and when the type of runs they were going to be calling, they thought, you know, the coaches came to him game day and said, hey, Chris Curry is the guy. Like, we should go with him. And, you know, Curry even said, like, I, I, when I touched it, I knew I was going to be ready. Like, I wasn't going to make him take me out of the game. Yeah, He's a I, violent runner, man. I think that rest that LSU got between the two games was important here because getting those those injuries, those guys healthy now is big. Amos Morale third, Tim Zimmer, Christian Garrick. We continue on LSU Championship Sunday right here on WWL. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 